Hello and welcome to Questionable. My name's Meg. And I'm Lydia. And this week we are talking about the highly contentious subject of which is better, plants or pets? House plants or pets? Yeah. Not just plants versus animals, but domesticated living things. Mm-hmm. Now, this is something that we have talked about a bit in the past. In older episodes, this has come up because Lydia is a pet person. I'm not a pet person. I am a plant person, and Lydia is not a plant person. So it is something we have talked about, but we've never actually really gotten into it. And I thought it would be fun to talk about it today, backed with a little bit more research, a little bit more of an argument on our sides, and determine which is the best to have plants or pets, if you have to choose. Mm-hmm. I, I have... Okay, I don't actually have any good... I mean, I kill plants. That's one of the reasons. I think plants are... And I think I've said this before. Plants are just easier to kill. Okay. <laughs> Do we want to so get... You don't, you don't want to kill your pets. What? You're asking me if I want to kill my pets or not? I don't want to kill my plants or my pets. I would rather not kill anything, like, that's alive. Okay, that's good. But, you know, if you have pets, they, you know, I though I think it is it is a lot sadder when pets die than when plants die. Sad when plants die, but it's not the same as a pet. But they still usually live longer than plants. With me, anyway. Do you want to maybe, uh, before you just start launching into an argument, talk about how you feel about discussing this topic? My deep emotions about whether I'm right or wrong. I do like being sure. right. Um, how I feel about this topic. It's probably going to leave me emotionally traumatized at the end. Um, Why is that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it will, though. You'll probably, like, you probably have some evil facts about animals that you researched or something. I don't know. I think it is good by doing this topic. It's kind of fun. Hopefully we'll make it amusing, because our podcast is technically comedy. And we were just saying how deep the last one was. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just, I, I think it'll be fun to just kind of... I'm I'm hoping that we can lean into this and find something to argue about. Right. You're fun to argue with. But I feel like we never have, like, real serious arguments, though. It's just kind of like... No, that's... It probably wouldn't be fun if it was actually serious arguments. Well, no, but then... Have you you never... I've had... I haven't argued with friends like this for a while, but it's like... And, you know, with, like, my sister sometimes or my mom... I feel like sometimes you can get, like, it's, like, serious, but, like, not serious at the same time. And I feel like we're just more usually when we're arguing, kind of, it's more like a debate. Yeah. An argument. Yeah, we don't argue. Just d- d- a debate. But arguments are fun. Ugh, I flashed So, also, like, my mom thinks I love arguing, but I totally get it from her. So, I don't know where she thinks she can, like tell me I like arguing when 
it's her fault. Okay, well, that sounds like something to maybe take to a different third party who's not me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, that just needs to be common knowledge. Everyone has to know that I am never the problem. Okay. Yeah, that's just, yeah. Okay. Oh, great, mm-hmm. great. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're not arguing. We are debating. Okay. I think arguing has connotations that it's not fun and that we're actually really invested in it and possibly hurting each other's feelings, and that's not what we're trying to do. Hmm. Okay. I guess I should get rid of all of my PowerPoints then. We've never I'm had kidding. an actual argument. No, yeah, we haven't, I don't think. I haven't had an argument with any of my newer friends, I don't think. Which is very impressive, but you know, maybe... Is that a good thing? Isn't there something about, like, couples who don't fight that's a big red flag? Well, okay, but then the other thing is, like, this... We're not dating. (laughs) But, I mean, I imagine it'd be good. I don't know, but friends aren't... I don't know. I don't know, maybe... I mean, imagine if you were, like, really close friends... You might argue, and it's good if you can get through it. But also, like, the kind of friends that I've had lately is, like, this big group of friends. So I feel like an argument in that would be even weirder, because it's not like a, you know, one-on-one mm-hmm. argument. Do you feel like being friends with a larger group of people as opposed to closer friends with a smaller number of people means you have, mo- like, less meaningful relationships? I don't think they're any less meaningful. I think they're just, like, less intimate, maybe? Is that the right word for friendships? Like, yeah. they're they're not... May, I think they probably are not as close friendships. Or maybe it just takes longer to get closer with people. But I think that's fine. Like, I like having a bunch of people that I, you know, know decently well. And I think there's probably benefits to both, you know? But, like, then also, like... You know, you can't have too many really, really close friends because that's taxing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think there's definitely good to have both. Do you feel like you have enough close, intimate friends? I don't know. I never really feel like I needed really good. Like, I don't ever feel like I don't need friends to like confide in or like be support usually because I have like you know a sister and a family I can use for that Mm -hmm. um so I feel like I definitely have enough of a friend group and friend people you know for my happiness or whatever so I I like the number of friends I have I don't feel like I don't have enough (laughs) do you feel like you don't have enough friend people I feel like I have plenty of friends. I feel like I don't have... I have very few uh, friends who I would describe as being, like, really close, who I have an intimate relationship with. Hmm. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I think I think you, like, you know, that's normal to not have a ton of really close friends. I think. Yeah. I think that we are, or at least I have been conditioned by 
children's fiction and then YA fiction, where the protagonist <laughs> always has like one or two or three best friends who are like they're obsessed with each other and they basically live together and things. And I think maybe that isn't that realistic or not as no. it may be not as common in real life as it is in contemporary fiction. Huh. Okay, you know, I think I I know what you mean. But yeah, that's probably true. And I'm sure it just works better for stories having people like that and not having to have a bunch of kind of loosely friended people coming in and out of the storyline or whatever. If that would be more like real life. I don't know. But I feel like I used to have like a smaller group of like closer friends when I was younger. And I don't, you know, I, you know, I don't know if I would still have a closer group of smaller friends. But you don't feel like you wish you had a couple people who you were closer with and who you, like, you don't have any desire to have friends who you go to for emotional support or to confide in. You think you're perfectly happy with your family? Yeah, like and, and my pets, I'll just talk to my, you know cats or my aunt's dogs or whatever and that's all I need does that help you know it does I'm sure I look like a weirdo walking dogs around the block and talking to them but you know I've always this is my plan is to guy I don't know if I've already said this on this podcast but oh this is actually this is a shout out to a shout out to Lily who I she like posted this on her story or whatever of like earrings of airpods that were just cut off earbuds. And I was like, I'm like, so now when I'm talking to myself, I need to like cut myself off some stuff that like looks like AirPods. So people will think I'm talking on the phone and I don't have to worry about the cords because I can't afford actual cordless earbuds to use. So that's my plan. So people won't know I'm talking to the dogs and the trees or whatever. Okay. Yeah. You know, actual AirPods are very expensive, but you can buy cheap wireless earpods for less than 20 bucks yeah then i have to like order them offline and stuff online offline <laughs> i know can you buy them at cvs that's like i can walk to places they definitely or have wired earbuds at cvs well i usually go to walgreens but then you know <laughs> okay this is gonna sound super sad I, you know, it, it shouldn't be said. I don't use my phone to listen to music because, you know, you need, you use data, whatever, to listen to music on your phone, mm -hmm. right? So I don't do that. I have, like, an MP3 player yeah. <laughs> that I got, like, a million years ago. Actually, I got an MP3 player, like, a million years ago. It was, like, a Christmas gift. It was, like, the most amazing thing ever. And then that one got stolen in Florida. So then we bought a new one because we were on like a trip and I didn't want to have to listen to my parents' weird podcasts. And they felt bad that I had to get, I got a lot of stuff stolen. So now I have that one. You know, and it has, it only has, it has a bunch of songs on it, but they're kind of the same one. So it does get boring sometimes, but 
it can't connect to anything wirelessly. So the main way I listen hmm. to music can't use wireless headphones. So yeah, knowing how old and untechy I am. Yep. <laughs> but like, the like, you know, it's if I don't want to bring my phone with me, it's like very tiny. It's I don't know. Yeah, I don't bring my phone everywhere with me, so it's very convenient to have something small like that to listen to music on. And the battery lasts, you know, forever because it doesn't really do anything. Sure. So. <laughs> Maybe if you had a better phone, you would like using it more. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, you can download music on phones, usually. Right? Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my phone cannot fit that. I, like, have to delete. I have to, like, go back and forth between having Instagram or Zoom on my phones, depending on which one I'm going to be using. So, yeah, my phone cannot fit downloaded music. Yeah, this is pretty sad. <laughs> uh, seriously, tell me more about you talking to animals. I mean, talking to... Well, see, here, we can start talking about the... I have found... I know that talking to... People have told me to talk to plants or whatever, but talking to plants just, like, isn't the same as talking to, like, cats or dogs. Because, you know, you kind of feel like they're listening, especially the dogs. The cats, you don't really feel like they're listening, I think. Um, you know, but they'll, like, look up to you or, like, look look up at you when you're talking sometimes. But we don't have a dog right now, but I think I did talk to our dog when we had one every once in a while. Like, actually talk to them. Like, not, like, talking to them, like, oh, you're so cute and, like, petting you. But, like, just, like, you know, talking to them, like, you know, whatever you want to talk about to them. As a way of yeah. processing your own thoughts. Yeah, or, like, telling them about your day, you know, because none of your family wants to listen to you. <laughs> no, actually, that's not why. I was, like, by myself at a house that had dogs. That's why I was talking to the dogs. My family wasn't there, but it's nice. <laughs> I feel like we should confirm that Lydia does have friends. <laughs> What? I I uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm not trying to make fun of you. I just feel like the things that we've talked about so far are <laughs> how you don't know how to use technology, and that you don't have any close friends, and you talk to animals, and just the combination of that. If people were listening who don't know you. Um, hmm. No, yeah. I have friends. I'm, I'm just trying to stand up for you. Okay. I guess. I mean, you know, people listen to this podcast, so clearly I have some acquaintances. Because those are the only people that listen to our podcast, I think. Acquaintances. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Now I'm calling them acquaintances. They're not even friends. They're just acquaintances. And we have, you know, maybe we can talk about this. We've talked about this before where you're like, trying to figure out the we were trying to figure out the line between friends and acquaintances and were we talking about this yeah okay I i feel like we decided that um it was like they're a friend if you see them for a social reason they're just an acquaintance if you've only seen them for like you know random reasons like not social reasons 
now this is turning into like a plants versus human versus dogs episode. <laughs> which right. is better. Okay. Well, at first I was going to say, but what if it's someone who you see at parties? That's a social reason. But if I guess if there's someone who you would not seek their, it's not their party that they're inviting you to. And it's not my party that I'm inviting them to. We just happen to know the same people. That is kind of random. Yes. Yeah, that could be acquaintance still. I don't know. It is complicated. You know, I'm sure everyone has a different opinion because I feel like it takes me, like, a long time to call someone my friend. You know? And I'm sure it takes other people less time. Yeah, I think I have a tendency if I'm... What? Nothing. Sorry. I was just... I, I will call someone a friend if I'm talking about them in the third person to someone who doesn't know them, even if they're more... I mean, if they're, like, my friend, but who I don't really talk to, I'll be, like, my friend, whatever, if I bring them up. But then, if I have fewer people than that who I actually think of as a friend, really. Right, yeah, I've definitely well, done I think that, of, I think of them as, like, casual friends, like, people who I like and I'm friendly with. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do think of them as my friends, but there's definitely a difference between that kind of person and, like, my friends who I make a point of talking to. Right. Which is really off topic. <laughs> well, okay. So, do you have reasons that you want to push that plants are better to start off? <sighs> okay. Do you do you talk to your plants? I, right. I do not talk to my plants. Okay. Well... The I, the extent that I will talk to my plants is that I will occasionally, I, I don't know, maybe, I don't, I don't even know if I say this out loud or if I just think it in my head, I might cheer them on or something. Like, if there's a new leaf, I'll be like, oh, yay, congratulations on your new leaf. But Aww. I have certainly never talked to them as a means of emotional support for myself. <laughs> okay. I prefer to talk to real people. Or sometimes, not that this sounds any better, sometimes I will talk to people in my head. Like, I will say words out loud to a person who is not in the room with me. Which sounds worse than talking to a plant. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Wait, are you talking to yourself, or are you talking to an imaginary... Are you, like, pretending to talk to your mom, or is it, like, imaginary person, or is it yourself? Um, probably sometimes myself, but I'm more saying it's, like, if I... Sometimes I will imagine myself talking to a real person who I actually would talk to about that person, and I just kind of think about what I would say to that person. If they were there, which they're not. Okay. And I think it's just a way of me helping to articulate my thoughts. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But, uh, no, I don't... What is the word for when you invent a personality for an inanimate object? That's a thing. 
There's a word for that? I'm going to look it up. I want to know what it is. Anthropomorphism is the attribution of human characteristics or behavior to a god, animal, or object. Which, that would look like me saying to my plants, like, imagining them having thoughts and feelings or behaviors like a human would. Right. When it's really a plant. And I don't do that. Well, did you, but did you do that? Okay, did you do that for stuffed animals, though? Yeah, when I was young. Okay, I'm just making sure you're not, like, you know, a psychopath or something. Right? Everyone does that. I like, think, okay, hold on. Is that a thing? Like, if it has a face, people usually make up a personality for it or something? That seems Probably. like it would be a thing. <laughs> plants don't. Plants? Is there any plants that have faces? I guess trees sometimes look like they have faces. But, like, little plants are usually too small. Your plants have yeah. faces, May. I don't, I don't think so. Right? Okay, so you are not partaking in whatever that word was? Anthropomorphism. I don't anthropomorphize my plants. Okay. I guess that's... Do you anthropomorphize your pets? But they're animals. They have Yeah, and the definition of anthropomorphism is the attribution of human characteristics or behavior to a god, animal, or object. Oh, animal too? I mean... Mm Mm-hmm. I guess so. To some extent. I mean, I guess probably. I'm sure they're not. I don't know. I mean, I I guess probably. Yeah. I guess so. But it's but to like, a healthy amount. Yeah. And, okay. you know, like, animals do... I don't know if it's, like, care about their humans or whoever gives them food or something like that. <laughs> So it's not like they're just completely, you know, it couldn't, like, you know, it can't just be any human. They do have some connection with their owners or whatever. But, I don't know. So, but that's like, plants don't care. Except me. They yeah. don't like me for some reason. Well, I, I can see why. What? I don't know. <laughs> Maze, like, I just want to stick up for you, Lydia. <laughs> uh, I, I just saw an opportunity for a dig. It wasn't very deep. Wow. Okay. Okay. Lydia, what benefit? We have to really get into pets versus plants. Which is better? I think I would like, by the end of this episode, for us to have some kind of conclusion. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is a discussion, but as we said before, I think I prefer plants to pets for myself in my life. And I think, Lydia, you prefer pets to plants in your life? Yes. I want to fight about it. Okay. Do you, want, do you have something you want to say? Do you want, let's see if I can start something. Um, I mean, plants, I will say plants are boring. And they take, a, like, a year to become interesting if you're growing them from a seed. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, plants are boring, but compared to what? Compared to, like, a cat? You start off with a kitten, it starts off, like, super cute, and then becomes, like, you know... (laughs) (laughs) A terrorist? (laughs) No! (laughs) No, okay. No, no. I mean, they become less cute, but they become kind of, like, like, a lot of times they become elegant, and they still usually like to sleep on your lap or whatever. And, okay, they kill birds, but they kill house sparrows. As long as you live, I mean, maybe you live somewhere where they wouldn't kill house sparrows, but most people, most of the birds people have in their backyards are house sparrows. And, you know, who wants mice in their house? It's a good thing they are killing things. Is that what you mean by terrorists, or do you mean, like, when they attack people? I meant more... I was thinking more about when they attack me, where they look like they're about to. <laughs> uh, but the thing about birds is, like, they really do kill birds. And uh, not all of the birds they kill are house sparrows. Okay, but then the problem with people being like, oh no, cats are killing birds. Like, they are killing birds, but also, like, People driving cars is killing birds. Like, so many things, if you want to be worried about something that's killing birds, don't be worried about cats. Start off with something, like, that is actually going to, like, make a difference. And, you know, people, there's things you can do. You can have an indoor cat. They, you know, it's not the nicest thing to do, but if it's always been an indoor cat, it probably won't care. And there's, like, bell collars you can put on them. Right, well, uh, that's, I was going to say, you know, there's a very easy fix to having your cat not kill birds, which is have it be an indoor cat, and the fix for not having cars is way more complicated. Yeah, yeah, I I know, but it's like, I don't know, buy a car that, well, also besides cars, smashing birds. And you, it's also like the global warming messes up with birds a lot. Or even more like windows and buildings. Those kill a ton of birds by like colliding with them, just flying around in skyscrapers. Like people could do stuff about that. Like put, you, there's like stuff you can put on windows to keep, like make it so birds can notice it and not fly into it. People can do that. I'm sure the people who are complaining about cats just don't like cats for some reason. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I So, to uh, what you were saying about plants being boring, yeah, plants are boring compared to cats. If, you know, you define boring as like, the amount of adrenaline it gives you. Uh, okay. <laughs> but plants are not boring if you compare them to any other pretty thing you could have in your house. Okay, I mean, that's true, I suppose. I mean, I, I mean, I guess so. But you also, they were, you can't do so much work to keep them alive. And, like, you don't have to do work to keep a clock alive, I don't think. Uh, well, that's true. But, uh, you know what does take a lot of work? Pets? Cats don't take that much work. They just clean their litter box and feed them. 
Yeah, you just have to remove their feces from your house and then like sweep up when they, when they bring you a dead bird. You have to deal with that and just kick it out the door and then forget about it. <sighs> <laughs> you can't. I, you agree that plants take less work than pets, right? Yes, but the work is like... Hold on, I need to try to like think... It's... But it's like the work is more annoying with plants. You know? Because... You would rather... You would rather clean out a litter box than water plants. I mean... But like... I mean, no... If that's all it is, just pouring water into dirt or cleaning out a litter box, I would rather pour water into dirt. But there's more to plants than just pouring water into dirt, you know? It's like you gotta pour the right amount of water into the dirt. It's not like you have to take the right amount out of the litter box or something, you know? Um, well, actually I don't know because I've never had a cat. But you also don't know what you're talking about because you can't keep plants alive. That's what I'm saying. It's not like you just pour water into the plant. You have to, like, you know, pour the right amount of water in the right place and at the right time. It's confusing. It's so easy if you just tried to take the time to understand it. I have! I tried to take the time. And these, but, see... But I don't, but it's hard, but it's hard to take the time. Like I said, they don't remind you of their existence. They just sit over there quietly and let themselves die. It's not good. Okay, well, um, I, I, I guess I really don't have a comeback for that when it's just, you know, I am competent in keeping my plants alive and you aren't. So I, what do I have to say about that? I don't know. That, you know, animals are better. I just looked it up and the average lifetime cost of a cat is 8000 to $13,000. I mean... You know what else you can buy with eight to $13,000? A plant? No. You could buy a lot of plants with that much money. Eight to thirty thousand? I don't know. How much does a door cost, maybe? Or a car? Do cars cost that much? I don't know. Yeah, that would be a nice car. But over a long time. And I, you know, it is true. Vets charge a stupid ton of money. But, you know, like, kids also cost a lot of money. People still have kids, so I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but kid, having kids, that's like a biological thing. We want to keep our species alive. Why do you care if the cats... Like, having a cat as a pet is purely just for your own benefit. Because the cat would be fine in the wild. You're the one who said, let me lock you up in my house. Not necessarily. House cats and dogs. Okay, that's another thing. I, like, my family pretty much has always bought dogs from shelters. We never get, like, dogs from breeders. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, or cats from breeders. That's kind of stuff that's complicated. And I don't, that's not really what the point I want to argue today. But, you know, hell, get, taking a dog from a shelter, you know, it a lot of times, like, you know, you're keeping it from getting likely put down or whatever. Um, I don't know. That is complicated because it's kind of like, like, they wouldn't be fine on their own, but it is complicated, that kind of thing. But, yeah. you know, you also... What? Wait, uh, I just want to clarify what I was saying because I wasn't clear. I'm talking about not your individual pets that you have right now, but more a historical thing of the domestication of animals in the first place. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was going to, I was thinking that when I was saying that. It's kind of like a, you know, we brought dogs upon us, so it does seem like it's kind of our duty to keep them like you know they're like dogs and cats are completely reliant on us because we made them that way wait what was your question again was your exact question you were just oh i was talking about how cats are expensive is that it right i I don't know probably i don't know either anyway uh, plants are a lot less expensive than cats But if you have a lifetime of plants, you know, like, how long does one plant last you? Well, it depends on the plant. I have a cyclamen that I inherited from my grandmother that's about 20 years old. Wow. How long, has, how long do your pets live? Not 20 years. Sometimes. Cats can well, live pretty old. Okay, maybe not I guess 20. cats can get kind of old. Maybe teens or whatever. No, they, I mean, they don't, but, like, do your plants sit on your lap and purr? If you get the right breed. I don't think so. What, (laughs) do you know a type of plant that purrs? No. Do you think there is one? (laughs) (laughs) Let me think about that. No. <laughs> it just was like, let me think, just in case. No, but plants can be fun. There are plants you can interact with. Like a Venus flytrap. You can, like, feed it stuff. Dead carcasses? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you didn't like dead carcasses. Well, if it's just a fly or something. You know, okay. Venus tri- traps would be cool. Okay, so like all of these interactive plants. I tried to grow a Venus flytrap once a long time ago when I was younger. We got like one of those little kits. I, those might be crapping. And I got like four blades of grass after like months of waiting. It was grass. Like what? I don't know if like grass seeds got in there or if it was supposed to get bigger, but I don't think it ever turned into a Venus flytrap. It just kept being grass. (laughs) That doesn't sound like the plant's fault. That sounds like the seller. You can buy... uh, You can buy a Venus flytrap that's not from a seed. Hmm. Okay. You know, so I've also tried to... And then the other type of interactive plant, I've tried to grow sensitive plants um that didn't work but 
the reason we tried to grow sensitive plants is because we bought some sensitive plants in Canada and we stayed up there for a while and like we had a cabin. Like we had been at some store and I think they, I don't even know if we bought them. They might have given us the plants for free because we were like, I don't know, they had a bunch of extras or something. But they, so they did have, they had like little mites on them, like those aphids or whatever. Mm-hmm. And those were kind of like, you know, like they, they were probably going to kill it eventually. But luckily I never had to watch that because when we tried to go back into America, they took the plants away from us. And I was so sad. And I think Abigail cried. So all I've ever gotten from plants is hurt and heartbreak. You've never been heartbroken by a pet. No, I have. But, you know, I've also... Plants provide me... Like, I love them. I feel like it's like the plants is kind of like a bad relationship. Where you never really got out of anything before. You you weren't really getting anything out of it. (laughs) But you're still sad when you break up. And animals, it's like a good relationship. So it makes sense that you're sad when they die. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I would um, like to just say that in my defense, I don't want to sound heartless. I'm not anti-pet. I have had a pet and I really enjoyed that pet. Wasn't it a goldfish or something? It was a hamster. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I have also really enjoyed other people's pets. I like pets. I like some pets. It's I have had positive experiences with pets. Okay. It's just that right now in my life, I don't feel the need for one. Do you think you'll ever want a decent-sized pet and not like a creepy hamster or whatever they are? Whatever you think you um, had? Maybe at some point. If I have children and they want pets, then I might have to. <laughs> You'll have to cave to the children. Yeah. I, mean, I could be talked into a pet, but I really, I don't feel like there's anything missing from my life without having one. I would rather just be able to hang out with other people's pets. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, I don't know if there would be a ton missing from my life without pets. I just, you know, think that pets are better than houseplants. But you wouldn't have anyone to talk to. Yeah, I can talk to other people's plants. I mean, pets. You know, or I can't just resort to talking to myself and my fake AirPods or whatever I need. (laughs) (laughs) You guys will, like, see me in, like, 50 years just, like, walking around, lonely, talking to myself. You can start a second podcast. Yeah. It's just stream of consciousness. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. But, you know, I like that idea, but also the reason, another reason that it's nice to talk to pets is because they can't tell anyone anything. You can just say whatever you want. So that's nice. You You know, like, you know, some things, it's just... You know, like, you can't always say exactly what you're thinking to your friends or family or whoever. You know, a pet will just listen to you and won't tell anyone, and you can pretend that it's listening. And, you know, plants don't even, like, give the illusion of listening. Do you like fish? Um, fish are boring. Okay, okay, that's good. I, was gonna say, I like, don't dislike fish. 
but okay. I just don't find them that interesting usually. Because fish are fish, like like the kind of fish that you would have in a house. Okay. Because fish are practically plants, as far as I'm concerned. Because they don't really, you know, they're not the same. They're kind of in between, as far as you know, something you keep goes. I I think I do kind of see fish in the same way that I see plants. Yeah. I mean, it's like fish. I will say, I think fish, as far as, like, in my experience, are easier to keep alive than plants. But they still only last a year at most or something. Maybe a year. I don't know. I feel like our fish never lived that long. You know, you just pour water and food into a tank. A pot. You know, you just pour water into it. And, like, you have to and feed have plants, to, too. And every so often you have to, like, scoop the fish out and make sure you don't kill it. When you do that and clean the tank. Right. My plants just sit there. If I have to repot them, that's like once a year. Ah, but I don't okay. have to worry about them dying if they sit out of their pot for five minutes. But, so, do you have to fertilize plants? Do you fertilize your plants? Or I don't like fertilize that? my plants. So it's just dirt and water? Yep. Huh. Okay. I I don't know. I was like, I was wondering if that was one of the things I was doing wrong. Apparently not. I do not do anything complex with my plants. I have pretty easy to take care of plants. And I just kind of water them when I think they need it. And so far, it has worked quite well for me. But then also, you've never really... You've never had a dog or a cat. You've only had a hamster. I have had a dwarf hamster. See, that's, that's even... It. That's, like... I feel like there's, like, levels. Hamster is, like, in between cat and fish. You know, you can kind of... You can at least kind of hold them, maybe, and interact with them. Maybe you can. There, okay, there's something to play with my hamster every day. How many times a day? Just once a day? Um, I think multiple times a day. Okay, I mean, I guess they, you know. But it's I. I just don't. I've never had a hamster either, or anything like that. Any type of rodenty creature. You know, maybe they are. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about those guys. Definitely a step up from a fish. Not, I, I mean, they're definitely a step up from a fish, but I don't think they're the same. They're, I think they're... I don't know. I would say they're a step down from a, like a cat or a dog, but I don't really know because, like I said, I've never had one. And my aunt and my cousin Ted have a pet. They have a bunch of dagoos, which are these little... Are they used to? There's only one left. But they seem to love those guys quite a lot. And they have cats and dogs, so I don't know. Well, I think a major difference between hamsters and similar things and cats and dogs is that cats and dogs seek you out. The hamster just lives in a cage and then you have to grab it. And a cat or a dog, it's like the roaming around... They roam around your house, and that's cool. Right. 
Okay, you know, that's probably what I was trying to grasp on then. The fact that rodents like that usually don't come looking for you specifically. You know, like how I was saying that cats and dogs seem to like their owners more. Especially dogs. Dogs seem to have their people. Cats. Cats, it's harder to tell. I would like to tell you some things about plants that are cool. Alright, go ahead. I give permission to throw some you plant say, facts. What can a plant do besides just sit there? And I will tell you. Okay. What they do while they are just sitting there. Okay. <laughs> Basically, plants have psychological and physical benefits. They improve the quality of your life just by existing in a space with you. Okay. If there are plants, this has been studied, okay? All of this has been studied. Okay. Although not all of this was from a super reputable source. Okay. <laughs> if you put plants in an office, the cognitive performance of the people working in the office is improved. Having greenery or flowers in hospital rooms has been shown to lower ratings of pain, anxiety, and fatigue in patients recovering from surgery. Comparing fake plants to real plants, there was a study with students in a classroom that either had a fake plant or a real plant or a photograph of a plant or no plant, and that the students who studied with a real live plant in the classroom were more attentive and better able to concentrate than students in the other groups. And it, they also, having plants in your house will help you get along better with other people, apparently. Hmm. And just generally make people happier. Because, you know, we are rooted in being in nature, and more and more, as time goes on, we spend more and more time indoors and away from nature. And being in nature makes us, as humans, happy. So if you live, especially in a city, where there aren't, you know, you live in an apartment, you don't have a yard, you don't you see some trees along the street, but that's it, mostly. There is a need to be around botanicals that is not being met and that having houseplants can help with. Hmm. I mean, I, I understand that and I like that. There's def- I would say, you know, if you do- definitely if you live in an apartment in a city, a plant is probably better than- a plant is definitely better than an animal, I think. I mean, because you need to walk the animal. It's not even an enjoyable life for the animal, but, you know, like where I live, I have lots of woods I can walk to, and, you know, woods is better than a house plant, in my opinion. Um- and I, I like those. They're just... But it's so hard to keep them alive. 
You love being in the woods, right, Lydia? Yes. Would you like to be in the woods more than you are usually? Yeah, definitely. So having plants in your house would make you feel more like you were in the woods. Even if you get to go outside all the time, you still need to be inside sometimes. Mm -hmm. And the more your inside is like the outside, the better. I okay. I mean I <laughs> I mean I agree with these things. I feel kind of weird. I mean, I don't want to argue against these things. I think I mean, plants are definitely good to have inside if you can keep them alive. I think yeah, those th- I believe all of those studies. I'm not going to try to get rid of them. But you know, like animals are also outside. Okay, tell me some things you like about having pets. Um, well, I mean, I kind of, they provide physical and emotional warmth, is what that thing says. I'm kind of a shirt that says that. You know, you can talk to them. You feel like they love you, and you love them. It's fun to love things, you know? Sounds kind of evil. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think your cats love you? In the way, in a way. Not like how I love them. I feel like they might notice if I was dead, you know? Yeah, they would eat you. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that has nothing to do with whether they love you or not. That's just what they do. Okay, that's like, people love my cat. (laughs) I'm just saying they would definitely notice if you were dead. (laughs) Okay, I mean, but like they would notice as there being something, like, missing. I mean, that's like, I don't really, cats me, I don't know how much about this is about cats, but there's like, you know, dogs will be sad if they don't know what happened to their owner and stuff. If they don't let the dog, like, smell them, tell the, you're supposed to let the dog see the dead owner after they die so that they can know that they died and won't be sad and waiting for them to come back or whatever. Um, But then, like, the eating faces off and stuff, it's not like an evil satanic thing it's just what they do like it's i don't i mean i might not want to come into my house and see my mom with her face eaten off but like i don't hold it against the animals like i don't think oh they've been waiting to do this their whole life or something you know it's just what they do you know like like humans have that weird and you know maybe dogs would do this if it was one of their like own like, I don't know what wolves do when a wolf dies or whatever, or what a wild cat would do. But I don't know. I feel like humans have a weird attachment to things that are dead, even after they're dead. You know, like burying bodies and stuff? Like, what? Yeah, we have talked about uh, <laughs> how you don't, not on this podcast, <laughs> we have talked about how you don't care about what happens to a dead body at all. Like, we could chop you up and make you into hot dogs and you'd be fine with that. Yeah, as long as I don't have any, like, blood diseases. But it's like every body needs a gravestone. It's like, it's a dead body. No one cares. No one, I don't understand why people care. I mean, I I understand having, I think the, I like the idea of, like, keeping something with you to remind you of the person better. And, you know, I think burying it is fine, but, like, 
I don't know. I don't know. But it's like, it's nice to have somewhere to visit, I suppose. But like, wouldn't you want to visit somewhere that like, reminds you of that person or whatever? No, I don't know. I don't know. Stay tuned bitch. for our episode about death that I yes. think we definitely have to oh, make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see your point with the cats and, you know, eating you. Like, I don't blame them for that either. Okay. That's good. I mean, plants plants eat all of the dead people. Are you not offended by that? Plants end up eating all of the dead people. That's even more disturbing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just like, uh. And then the animals eat the plants. Oh my god. What is this we have discovered? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just we just discovered the food chain. Oh my god. Hmm. I mean, but I guess those are different. I guess we're talking about house plants. Yeah. Not- I'm pretty sure that it would take a pretty long time. If I keeled over right now, I don't think my philodendron would <laughs> like wrap itself around me and absorb me into its leaves. It would take many years. Okay, okay. That's, that's, okay. You know, if I were to die and my body were to become a natural resource for something, This, if this were ever to happen to me. What, you to die or you to get eaten by a flower? Both. Okay. Because oh, I, I think those are total hypotheticals. If I were to die. May just declare she's never going to die. <laughs> I would feel a lot better. I would feel much better about donating my body to be nutrients for my plants than nutrients for my pets. I would rather decompose and be used as fertilizer on my houseplants than have my cat eat my face. <laughs> okay, I mean... It, it just doesn't sit right with me. I understand that because it's kind of... Getting their face eaten off is just a more disturbing visual than becoming fertilizer. But I feel like the idea of it, like the base idea, isn't too different. I don't know. But like, I, I don't know, I think it's partly that just getting your face eaten off is a more disturbing image in one's brain than dissolving into plants. You know? Yeah. Maybe once May dies, I will, like, chop I, her I'm not pieces. sure that that's going to happen. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> feed you to my dogs. But then that's the other thing. Okay, hold on. I have yeah, I cut you off. What are you going to do with me when I die? I'm going to feed you to my dogs or cremate you and sprinkle you into your houseplants. See, one of those is a lot more comfortable feeling than the other. <laughs> okay, well, maybe what if I'm just going to like lie your body in one of those window boxes and I'm going to... Put like those plants that you pull out of the thing that I stick one in your mouth. <laughs> I'm just gonna like let it, and maybe I'll like stab a hole in you and stick some other plants in there. What about that? Is that good? Wow. I'll like 
carve out your eyes and stick mushrooms in them. (laughs) (laughs) This is really graphic. (laughs) I'm trying to make it just as disturbing as getting your facey and all, you know? Just plant something in every orifice. Yeah. (laughs) You'll have, like, turnips growing out of your ears. (laughs) It sounds like a really good surrealist painting, actually. I don't, I'm, I don't really paint things like that, but uh, someone, you should do that and sell it. Yeah, maybe I'll have to do that. We'll have to post it on the questionable if that ever happens. On the, the we should Instagram. both draw it and then post it. <laughs> okay. Yes, let's do that. That'll be a good. That's that'll be a good disturbing. Picture for, you know, our feed or whatever. Uh, wait, do you want? I will. <laughs> I will draw or paint or whatever you. I will make art of you becoming nutrition for your pets, and okay. you can draw or paint or whatever me becoming nutrition for my plants. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Oh god, yours is gonna be. I'm glad I got the plant. <laughs> it's gonna be really disturbing. Uh, I don't know, we're probably gonna get like. It, it'll be proving my point because the picture you do of me will look like I'll be just at peace with nature, and yours will be like you getting devoured by an angry cat. I'm gonna find a way to make it disturbing. And like getting devoured by an angry, angry cat, that could be kind of cool looking. You know, I could look kind of like awesomely being eaten by an angry cat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the more we talk about it, the less I want to do that. But I will. Okay. I will. Okay. Good. Good to hear. Follow us on Instagram at questionablepod. To see. For that gem. Yeah. Yeah, and make sure to follow quick before it gets like blocked or banned or something like that. Yeah. For being too graphic. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yes. Moving away from graphic topics. I had another question. Um, I'm, because I, this is not really helping my case, but, you know, I am allergic to cats and dogs. Oh, I was going to so, bring that up, too. I, you know, that is kind of a problem. Uh, which is, it shows, I probably would love, like, cats and dogs, like, many times more if I wasn't allergic to them. So this is just, like, proof. I'm sure lots of people love them even more than I do. Would be even more able to press their point. But I'm also allergic to some plants. The plants... Do you like... the houseplants, like, have pollen or anything like that? Um, My... Well, flowers... This is just going to be me exposing how little I know about plants, really. (laughs) Flowers have pollen, and I don't have, none of my plants really flower. Okay. But so they don't, like, fill your room with pollen or anything? No. They fill my room with oxygen. That is, I don't know if that's a thing. I don't think that works. Or do they make, like, You don't think, you don't think that plants expel oxygen? I don't think they expel enough of it for it to make a difference in your room. Okay, I researched this a very minimal amount. Okay. Plants do improve air quality in 
confined spaces. However, okay. to really make a difference, you need a significant amount of plants. Okay. But here's something that I wrote down. NASA researchers conducted one of the most well-known studies about plants and air quality in 1989, looking for ways to curb air pollution in confined spaces, like on a space station. They found that ordinary daisies, chrysanthemums, and other common houseplants were able to remove as much as 90% of certain toxins from the air in just 24 hours. Okay. Okay, but wait, how big of a space? Like, of a room? Like... I just told you everything I know. Wait, and wait, because it gave a percent, but it didn't give a volume. I feel like those are iffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this a, a daisy-sized, like, enclosure? Um, I mean, I believe it feel. I mean, it sounds like whether or not they help air quality, they at least help the vibe of the room or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, maybe if you had, like, but I don't know. I opened my windows more than I should, probably. And I'm sure that that, you know, improves the air quality in my room, like, 20 times faster than a plant would. But maybe I should try to get some plants. Maybe I'll have to, we'll have to, like, I'll try to get some plants and see if I can keep them alive again. And we can, like, get back to this. Let me know if you want to cutting. Okay. I've grown, I've kept a couple of succulents alive, but like, succulents are like, I don't know, they're never very interesting, and they kind of take over like the entire pot, and then you have to thin them out or whatever, right? Well, um, one thing about succulents is that they don't give us the same psychological benefits as leafy plants. Okay. Because they're, they're just small. We want the things that make us happy and make us feel like we're in nature are big, green, leafy things, not succulents. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Because I was going to say I wanted to get, I don't want to get another succulent because they are kind of annoying and sad. Hmm. Maybe I'll have to, I, do you have recommendations for good plants? I, don't I know would say you... get a pothos. A pogos? A pothos. A pothos. Okay. A pothos. A pothos. All right. They're super easy and they grow fast and get big. All right. I think I'll try that. Oh, wait. Also, are they poisonous to cats or animals? Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I pro- Okay. I See, that's the other thing. That, like, okay, so when I was looking up, I was, like, trying to Google some stuff on YouTube about, like, cats and or an- not cats, animals and plants, everything that came up was like, is it safe for my, or like, you know, a list of ant- cat-safe plants. So maybe I'll have to go watch all of those videos. Yeah, they're kind of incompatible. Yes, unless you get catnip or something, you want to grow a bowl of grass. That sounds That's like fun. a bad idea. Yeah, probably is. I know. I'm sure even you don't I... want you don't want your cats to be high all the time. <laughs> Why not? It might make them a little less, you know, violent than they are. I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. Have though. you ever seen a cat on catnip? Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, they'd have to be up there eating it all the time. Like it doesn't last that long. 
We have catnip. We give our cats catnip once in a while. But I think my cats can get up onto all of the shelves in my room, so we're gonna have to find a way around this. Maybe I should get some window plants and just stick them outside of my window. Hmm. They'll probably all get violently murdered. We'll post some pictures of plants being violently murdered by cats. Oh, how fun. Yeah. You were saying, like, cat. I mean, cats do bring dead birds in every once in a while. But plants also, like, tip over every once in a while. And then you have to clean up dirt all over the floor. That's a problem. My plants don't tip over. I make sure they're on a stable surface, and then I don't disturb them. Wait, have you never knocked over a plant? I have. It wasn't that terrible? Yeah, it was very annoying. It's terrible. But I have control over that to some extent. You can be careful. You cannot control if your cat brings you mice. Okay, okay. Mice I am okay with. But, like, mice are also taking mice out of your house, which is a good thing. Well, oh, I support I support cats killing mice. I don't support them bringing me the dead mouse as a gift. <laughs> but like, yeah, so plant getting knocked over is just like a needless mess that I have to clean up. A dead mouse is like, okay, I understand you were being helpful, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> crazy person. I think you like your cats too much. The fact that you are, I, I don't know, I find the dead animal thing disturbing. Not because I am, like, freaked out by dead animals, but just because, was, like, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> what? Why? What? But, what? It's a... But then it's, you just pick it up by the tail, yeet it out the window, and it's gone. You never have to think about it again. You know, you gotta get like a broom and a vacuum and a mop and all kinds of other stuff to clean up a lot. And if you do get it wet somehow, it turns into mud. That's not okay. That's very <laughs> bad. Well, if you're using proper potting soil, it's not really mud. It's more like wet potting soil. <laughs> It's wet dirt. So wait, what? What? Okay, if you say so. Maybe I have not been using. But I don't. I don't think I potted the plants that I knocked over. I think the 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 one of the things that I have been the most disturbed by you saying in this discussion is that you don't think pets are high maintenance. Okay, they are high maintenance. Well, I guess I should also say this. I think they are high maintenance, but I think it's worth it. But also, I have never had to take care of a pet by myself. You know, because I have a family who, you know, pays for the vet bills. So, you know, maybe I will change my mind when I have to keep a pet by myself. But, you know, the stuff you do have to go through, like, just as far as I can see, seems worth it. I think. But, you know, also, like, my parents don't have to have allergies over the pets, so they get something. Well, also, do you think, so do you think my cat is brainwashing me? 
didn't did you do any research on whether cats are brainwashing us or not? Or me, no. not you. Apparently, no, but I totally crazy. believe they are. Okay. I mean, you know, it, it might be true. I don't know. But, you know, is brainwashing really a bad thing? Uh, no. Not always. <laughs> I mean, this is a thing that happens with pets and with people. I don't know anything about this chemical brainwashing of cats. But you start to love something if you're exposed to it enough times and it's slightly positive <laughs> I could mm -hmm. say I don't like pets which isn't true but there, then there are some pets I do like just because I've you know grown to like them mm -hmm. okay and I mean I guess it's also the thing along with the brainwashing is the cats killing pregnant women or whatever or miss I don't know what is, do you know what it actually does to them with the no does it what do you know what I'm talking about I think I've heard of it well apparently yeah the thing about pregnant women shouldn't clean litter boxes but that's not also hopefully if you're pregnant you don't have to be hopefully if you're pregnant you have a husband who's not too lazy to clean the litter box that's so heteronormative Oh, yes, you're right. Okay, hopefully. Or or wife. Or nothing. I, I, yes, I'm sorry. Well, it's it's because I don't think women would have any trouble cleaning the litter box. It's just I'm I'm not sure if a man would, you know. It's more Let like, the men do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's the only thing. Hopefully you have a partner who will clean the litter box for you. Because the cat's trying to get rid of anything that could come in its place. How often do you clean out a litter box? It depends how many cats you have. Gosh, I was thinking. <laughs> I, if you only have one cat, it also depends if it's an indoor or outdoor cat and if it goes to the bathroom outside of her. But, like, not that often. Twice a week. If you've got, like, a lot of cats, maybe. Or less. It also depends. It depends on lots of things. Because it depends, you know, if the litter box is, we have a litter box in our bathroom, in the upstairs, which I think gets cleaned more often because, you know, it might smell bad or whatever. But if your litter box is in the basement, you might not, you know, it doesn't matter if it smells bad or whatever as much. <laughs> you don't have to clean it as often. I don't know, man. Okay, this is something that I do not like about cats, is they track litter everywhere. They don't. Not everywhere, but... My houseplants, their dirt is contained, but a cat will, like, kick it around and get it on the floor. Mm -hmm. Then you have to clean that up. Yeah. I mean, that's true, and the cat hair. But, you know, I oh, guess gosh, it, yeah. it encourages you to vacuum more often. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but, so, cats, you don't get this benefit. I mean, encouraging you to vacuum may be a good thing. But, like, you know, dogs are supposed to make, you know, help people be stay healthier if it's a dog that needs to be walked, you know? Yes. Encouraging true. you to walk. Encouraging encouraging you to clean isn't a bad thing. If you clean stuff, if you care about things being clean. Well I think there's a difference between needing to go for a walk every day. Because a walk is a healthy thing. And then needing to vacuum all the time because 
if you don't vacuum, you'll have matted hair in your food and stuff. You should just pick it out before you eat the food. Come on. <laughs> um, I mean, you don't really need to vacuum that much. I mean, we have three cats. I think my mom only vacuums like once a week. You know, and not even like a full vacuum of the entire house. And, you know, it's decently clean. Decent. You still have cat hair on everything, though, right? Even if you don't clean it up. Like, it, even even if you do vacuum, you still have cat hair everywhere. I mean, it's not everywhere. I mean, what do you mean? Like, it's... On your clothes and stuff? I mean, okay, I only get cat hair on my clothes if I pick them up. And I have designated sweaters for getting cat hair on. Like, the sweater I'm wearing right now is my cat picking up sweater. But it's because, like, that's only because of my allergies. I don't want to have cat hair when I'm trying to, like, I don't want to be, like, getting in my face all the time. Um, But, you know, you just use a lint roller, one of those lint brushes things. You can fix that problem pretty easily. And then it helps you, it encourages you to not have other kind of dirt and lint on your clothes. Cats are just encouraging you to be cleaner. I don't usually have lint on my clothes. My favorite color to wear is black. 80% of my clothes are black. Having cat hair on them would be problematic for me. Just get a black cat. Problem solved. Then I'm going to be cursed. No! Oh my god, you can't do that! There's like... Black cats are just as good as every other cat. I yeah. know! But people do... Um, We have one black cat. We've always had a black... Like, we used to... My mom used to have a black cat named Wolfgang that she, like, was uh, her, like, favorite cat in the world. Um, And now we have a black cat named Sadie. And we've always had to take them inside on Halloween... Because apparently people will, like, kill black cats and, like, on Halloween and, like, perform satanic rituals on them. Because there's, like, people don't like black cats. So yeah, it's not, honestly, it's I not don't care good, though. about the color of a cat. <sighs> but you don't like people killing my cat and performing satanic rituals on it. Curse I'm sorry. Jeez. You get any cat, you'll probably be cursed. So, you know, it doesn't matter which color. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. The cat, bringing a cat into the house is like bringing a curse into the house. (laughs) Plants could also, you know, if it's like a kind of magical thing, plants are just as likely to have curses on them. Sure. All of those evil plants. I'm sure there's some type of evil plant out there. What are those? I've had lots of problems with those little trees, you know? Or not lots. I got one once. Like a bonsai tree? Yes. That was the one that I that fell off of my shelf and like dirt everywhere. It's chaos. I think there might have been water spilled on the floor too. I think that's why it was mud. I don't know. So you just had a uh, water on the floor already. I don't know. I don't know where the water came from. <laughs> or it was like I was watering I was probably watering it and knocked it off. Okay. And the water that was watered. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my toilet was probably leaking, and there's something else like a hurricane. I don't know. And oh, and that just thing—you can train cats to like pee in the toilet sometimes if you really want to. 
I don't think I would want to share a toilet with a cat. Why not though? It's that you don't have to. Sh- they they go at separate times. You don't have to use a litter box. <laughs> we wouldn't have to use it at the same time. No, it's not like you have to hold it over the toilet. <laughs> um, here's something totally off topic, but still about plants. Something that is cool about plants that pets cannot do. If you like them and you want more plants, you can just turn into another plant really easily. It takes a little bit of time, but they can reproduce from only one thing. If you want another cat, you have to like get two cats and then you have to make them mate. And if no. I want another plant, I just take off a leaf and grow it from that. You could just buy a kitten or adopt a kitten also. Yeah, but I'm talking about reproduction. If you want to have a reproducing animal in your house um, or a plant. I mean, that's true, but it's that sounds so complicated. I'm probably I would probably kill both plants in the process of that. It's really not complicated. You said it was you said it took a long time though. Yeah, it just because it needs to grow. It doesn't, t- it doesn't, the process doesn't take a long time. I don't know about that. And they have to find a new pot and stuff. And the pots have to have like holes in the bottom. There's all kind of criteria. That's so complicated. Yeah, taking care of plants is really difficult. I have another problem. Like, you know, when you water a plant and then, like, the water comes out the bottom and there's a mess again? So, and what, what about, about when your pet pees on the floor? How is that different? Uh, yeah, yeah, that is a problem, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. That's pretty <laughs> bad. Um, okay, wait, hold on. I, you, you distracted me from something else. I was going to say that's bad about pan, plants. Don't they? Okay. Like they're what about like when their leaves fall off and die? You have dead leaves everywhere. Well, my plants don't usually die. But like they never yeah. lose leaves. Okay, if you get dead leaves or whatever, then you just either they fall off or you cut them off and put them in the trash. You just like it's the same as just like flicking the dead mouse away. <laughs> you just grab it and move it, except. It's not a dead animal, it's a dead leaf. <laughs> okay, okay, I, mm, that's suspicious. Well, in conclusion, I'm thinking there's lots of criteria, whether a cat or dog, I mean, not a cat or a dog, whether a plant or an animal would be better for you. Sounds like you should just get both. Um, mm, but they can't work together a lot of the time. Sometimes, though. Yeah, have a plant room and a cat room. I don't know, do you think we have come to a conclusion? Well, I can tell you my concluding thoughts. Okay. Which are not changed from the thoughts I had (laughs) before we had this discussion. Mm -hmm. But I think that plants and pets both have benefits and downsides. I think pets have more downsides, but also possibly more benefits because... You can form a stronger connection with a pet. I've done a lot of bashing pets today, but there are some pets that I really like. I understand why people like 
pets? I think that you should definitely have one or the other. I think especially if you live alone in a city, if you're not inhabiting, if you're inhabiting a space and there's no other living thing, that sounds like a sad life. So get a plant or a pet because they will probably cheer you up in similar ways. And then it's just about your priorities and how much work how much time and how much money you want to put into it do you have time to walk oh wait can i just backtrack a little bit sure you get paid to walk dogs right yeah sometimes yeah i also used to get paid to walk dogs which is a sign that it is too much for the owners that the amount of attention that the dog needs is more than the attention that the owner can give it. Which is just an example of pets being high maintenance. I mean, okay, hold on. That's, I mean, maybe, I don't, the times I've been gotten paid to walk dogs is like, if there's something weird with work going on for the people, or if they're out of town. I'm sure people do pay to get their dogs walked regularly, but I don't And that's not me saying that those are bad pet owners. It's just, I'm just saying that pets take a lot of work. And sometimes it's more than the owner can handle. But I will also say I've gotten paid to water plants. And especially like outdoor gardens. You get paid for those too. And I have, you know. I'm realizing that we really did not. This was probably a really boring episode, and there was a lot that we didn't talk about. (laughs) This was an opportunity to talk about eating meat versus eating plants and uh, stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't like to apologize for my content, but I hope you listeners enjoyed this lighthearted ramble. Yeah. And uh, sorry we didn't really try to get to the bottom of anything. Yeah, we're not good at that, unfortunately. I don't think we've gotten to the bottom of anything, pretty much. Well, sometimes we did. I Our last episode was too intense. What was the last episode on? That wasn't... This was oh, wait, no, no. Break. Right. All right, yeah. Well, we'll try to come up with a... We have some good content coming, I think. I'm sure we do. Right. Do we? I'm sure we'll f- think of something. I know, like, yeah. I did like the fortune telling one. Go back and listen to this. Go back and listen to the fortune telling one if this is your first episode somehow. Just saying that. Or listen to our last episode about narcissism. Or come back later when we talk about death at some point. Yes. That'll be a doozy. Yeah. I'm sure we'll say a bunch of terrible things. Well, I am not, I have not been swayed. I I don't feel the need to go out and get a pet. And I will continue to take care of my plants. They're very easy. Okay. You know, so then maybe you've done a better job than I have. Because I, though, even though getting a dog or a cat is harder than getting plants. But maybe I'll try this spring to get a plant some way. I'll probably just forget to do that, though. But, yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll give you one. Okay. Yeah, my birthday is eventually. Give me one for my birthday. Eventually. Yeah, I don't know. You will have a birthday someday. 
Yes, I will. <laughs> It'll be good practice for you adulting. We like, what? Congratulations, you're an adult. Now you have to take care of something. Ugh. What, and then if I don't take care of it, does it mean that I'm not an adult? You have to go back to being 17. Oh, no. Oh, right, because I will be an adult. I can't even remember these things. I'm... Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay. That'll give me more incentive Whoa. to keep the plant alive, though. Maybe that's a good idea. So I don't, I don't, like, make you change your birth certificate. Yeah. That plant's gonna be, like, laughing at me. I can just, I can see it already. Evil little thing. In a one-way relationship with that stupid plant. Can you imagine, though, if the houseplants could actually understand stuff and we just don't know? Because those plants, I mean, they see everything. <laughs> but they don't have eyes. I would think the most they could do would be, like, sense stuff or something. I don't know. Stuff. Okay, we gotta be done here. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of us just rambling. I hope it was entertaining, at yeah. least. Yeah. Have a planty day. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at questionablepod to see our art that hasn't been made yet. Yes. That'll be really cool. That's, I'm gonna make I'm gonna like I'm gonna try very hard with mine just because it it'll yeah I may I may need to start thinking of it as being some sort of contest to feel motivated. Can you like send me a picture of you looking dead or something? Sure. Can you send <laughs> me a picture of you looking dead? Okay, I'll try. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll post those, too. Oh, no. You know, I actually, I did dress up as a corpse for Halloween several years ago. Okay. I don't have any pictures of that. But I think I still have all the same makeup. No, but I'll need, like, a picture of you, like, sprawled out on the floor so I can, like, make it look like you're in a window box. Right? You know? <laughs> I, I thought you would want me to be, like... Uh, in a straight line, arms at my sides, so I would fit into the window box. No, it's, it's a be, really big window box. It's a big window box, but you're also kind of like shoved in there. You're not like lying. I just like tossed you into the window box and then just like shoved some plants. You're not going to be like nice, like you're in a coffin. It's like a thrown in the window box. Oh, like wow. how plants kind of sprawl out of a window box. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. We're going to end this episode now. <laughs> okay. We'll see you in two weeks with more questionable content. Yes. Have a nice day. Or evening. Or night. Or morning. Bye. Bye. Bye.